My name is Nikki, and I am the current Dungeon Master for Awfully Queer Heroes. I'm also the host and creator of Beholder to No One, a D&D podcast, where we play three shows currently from discussions, one-shots, and an actual play. Now let's meet some of our players for our uncaged adventure. Hello, I am Adam, the Dungeon Master and interviewer for Snyder's Return, a tabletop role-playing interview and actual play podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, and we also have a Discord server, so please come and find us if you don't find us here on the Awfully Queer Heroes Discord server, or with Nikki on Beholder to No One. Hi! Online, I'm known as Jamie Moonchild. I am a future DM for Awfully Queer Heroes Homebrew Campaign, and I'm also the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Manager for the Role Players. You can find me on Twitter at MoonlightGamer, and that's M-O-O-N-L-I-T-E Gamer. Also here in our podcast or in the chat on Twitch for the role players, and that's the role players, one word with a Z. With us, we also have Marty McDry. He is our in-house cartographer, audio editor, and all-round awesome artist. Marty? Hello. And I myself am Kelly, the creator and manager of Awfully Queer Heroes. I also play as one of the characters, so we'll be regularly on most sessions and occasionally do one-shots with guests, Adam, and whoever is available from the team at the time. So I hope you enjoy the sessions and that you listen to the various different types and let us know if you have any feedback. Thank you very much. And now, on to the adventure. Last we left off, Teg lay on the ground with Anoki below, pulling Teg on his lap. A shadowy figure, cloaked, no feature seen, was seen by Anoki in blue. As it comes up and reaches its hand over Teg's unconscious form, and then it says, a deal is a deal. And then vanishes, and Teg takes a breath of air, fully revitalized, with full HP, unaware of what is going on. Feeling slightly tired. <laughs> what what happened? Oh god, I want to sleep. You can rest soon, Teg. Boo! I don't know what you've done, but thank you for bringing that person over. Blue's still hugging Teg. Really tight. So to clarify, I'm laying on an oki with Blue laying on me. <laughs> yes. There's an old kind of sandwich going on. Because Anoki pulled you on to use his lap as a pillow type of thing. Yeah. And I will say, Teg, you did not see the shadowy figure at all. Okay, so Anoki's on me and Blue's... You're on Anoki, Blue is on top of you. I pictured Anoki holding you up and then you sitting up once you're better. But sure, we can be a sandwich, it's fine. Yeah, we're, we're just like... I figure Anoki sat with me like being held and then you just piled on. You're grappled. Effectively. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fucking sandwiched. <laughs> As this is happening, Jewel, you have sledged your way back from the trip that you were asked to go on by your deity and you walk up to the cart and you don't see anybody, but over to the right you hear sobbing and you look over pretty easily with your perception is that that's your group 
Those are your rogues over there. Laying on the ground. Acolytes. <laughs> Those are your acolytes over there. Laying on the ground. Um, hey. What, what's, what's going on? There's a lot of intermingled bodies and crying. What did I miss? Are you jealous? I think I fell asleep. Jewel, thank God you, you've come back. We, we took on a patrol job and then Teg went down and Blue went to get help. Thank God you're here. Teg went down? What do you mean Teg went down? I'm fine. I was just really tired. Could you take the rest of the patrol while I go have a sleep? Um, well, maybe we should get you all back upstairs or into the cart or somewhere so that you can rest and recoup and tell me exactly what happened? They won't let us inside the fort, Jewel, but Teg, can we try and stand you up? I mean, Jewel's right, maybe take you to where we made camp before. I'm alright, I just want to sleep. I'm fine, I don't hurt, I just want to sleep. I will emphasize, for Jewel's sake, you are not at the castle. This is a fort that is in the direct path of the castle. Mm. You haven't quite reached the original destination that you were meant to go to. Oh, got it. And then how far are we from our previous destination? About a day. Yeah, day. Day or two. Okay. Um... Well, here, and then Jewel will lean down and start to help Tag up and to kind of like shift Tag onto her. Let's get you into the cart. Let's let's get somewhere safe. Let's let's rest for a bit and see if we can figure things out. Is it significantly harder because Blue doesn't get off? <laughs> You're lifting both of us and I'm like trying to slap you and slap Blue and uh, whack and no Blue, key behind me. Um, like, Everyone get off. I just want to go uh, sleep. Uh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna let go. I'm just, I'm just trying to help. Will you cooperate here? No, everyone, get off of me! Ah, God, so much hugging. What is happening right now? Are you guys trying to pickpocket me? Yes. <laughs> Valid. All right then, I respect that. Oh, Blue, what a sense of humor you have. Hilarious. You were joking, right? Yep. Of course he was joking. 100% joking. I check my pockets. Can I sleight of hand try and pickpocket Jewel while I'm saying that I was joking? Sure. You can also roll a deception check versus insight. Well, actually, what's your passive insight, Jamie? And If you weren't going to check. Passive insight is 11. Okay. So unless you are actively seeing if Blue is lying... I think at this point, I would definitely be looking for those clues. Okay, roll an insight then. Oh, can I take my passive? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I rolled a 10. 13 for deception. <laughs> for deception, okay. Um, you are pretty sure that Lou is joking completely about pickpocketing. 19 for sleight of hand. What's your passive perception? 13. Yep. Okay. You do not feel anything. So you glance over at Blue and you're like, Blue is obviously joking. Okay. And you glance back at Teg and Blue manages to grab something on your person. How much coin do you have in your bag? So in my bag, I have 33 gold, 9 silver, and 15 copper. Okay. You get 7 silver and 1 gold. Oh, Blue, you and your jokes. Come on, let's go on. Let's get Teg some good rest and regroup. And I'm sorry that I was away and hopefully it won't happen too much in the future. I'm so sorry to hear that you went down, Teg. That must have been awful. 
Well, you know, um, we'll discuss that later. Yeah, maybe some kind of compensatory thing for your absence might be in order because, you know, we did die as a result. But for now, I just want to sleep and I, I walk off. <sighs> I'm so glad that Teg's okay. Oh my gosh. Turning to Anoki and Blue. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It all worked out in the end. Thank goodness. While you're in this area, Jewel, for the first time, you do see that there is a shrine sitting in a clearing surrounded by stumps. And there is a statue that sits in the center with its head and neck of the horse cracked and lying in pieces on the floor. If you would like, uh, you can roll a religion check. The others have done this earlier, but just so you are also on the same plane. Ooh, okay. That was a natural 19 for a unnatural 20. Okay. You know that this is a statue of the Red Knight, a forgotten demigoddess of combat, strategy, and tactics. And that this is a place where offerings may have been left for the deity. Is there any evidence of offerings around this shrine? No, you just see that there are grooves in the base around it. So you would know that that's where people would leave them. And you've, you've seen plenty of other statues in religion. So you would have seen others with coin in those same groups. But there's nothing in these ones right now. Okay. Oh, wow, it's a shrine to the Red Knight. Ah, I think this is a sign. You know, you were here lacking one of us, possibly lacking some strategy without me. So, you know, maybe Teg's right. I'm going to leave a little offering for the Red Knight to help us along. And... Jewel is going to leave one gold for each of us. Okay. And you're doing this after the others have left. Well, at least Teg has left. Blue and Anoki, are you still here or did you go after Teg? Anoki uh, would remain behind to watch Jewel, see what's going on, depending on what Blue does next. But Anoki would have remained. Okay. Probably following Teg really close behind. Like Teg is trying to get to the cart, maybe speeds up and I'm just tailing. Anoki. You easily, because it wasn't done stealthily, see that Jewel left some coin on the statue and that the other two have gone back to the cart. Mm. Come, Jewel. Now you have paid towards this stone that remains. We should, as you say, regroup. We still have a patrol that myself and Blue must undertake at some stage. Okay, let's go. Maybe I can help somehow. I'm sure you can. Shall we? Once you all gather back together, you can either go find the captain, or you can rest. It's up to you. I would want to see the captain first to make sure I got paid for dying. Okay. I don't think your death was part of the deal, Teg. Exactly. I want compensation. Alright, so as Jewel and Anoki reach the cart, you see Teg about to get into the cart, and then goes, wait a second. And then steps back out and then turns and goes towards the entrance of the fort. Yep. I'll approach and talk to him if there's like a guard on duty or something. There is. There is a woman that does not look like she is happy to be there. She yawns a little bit. She's like, oh, mm. oh hi. Can I, can I help you? I hope you can. We rather urgently need to speak to Captain Hadian, please. Um, 
I'm sure. Okay. Thank you. She opens the gate kind of in a semi-asleep motion and brings you to a small tent and you are led inside. You find Captain Hadrian at his desk in the officer quarters. He looks even more haggard than the last time you saw him. He studies your faces quietly for a moment. Well, what did you find out there? My death and then a beast's death. So... Not quite what we was formally discussing and agreed upon. The impending dying was not part of the arrangement for ten gold. Okay, well, here's your gold for for doing the job. Um, you knew death was a risk, but he hands ten gold to each of you. Except for Jewel. He looks at Jewel and is like, were you part of that too? Absolutely. Yeah. She was, yeah. She was here this whole time. Completely. Somebody roll a deception check. <laughs> What's your deception? It's pretty good, right? My deception is plus seven. Yeah, you go ahead. With advantage, since we're all helping and corroborating. <laughs> sure. That's a lucky one, because it was a natural one. Whoa! <laughs> Another natural one. <laughs> It's a two. Oh no. A two. Wonderful. But I have a plus seven, so it's a nine. Great. Well, he has a plus. He believes you. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a four on the die, and I don't think his insight is plus five because he's a fighter. <laughs> he goes, huh. Okay. And he hands you a pouch of 10 gold as well. What kind of creature was it that you fought? Like, where was it? Did you find anything else? It was a big, creepy skeleton horse and we stabbed it to death. Also like a ghost or something. That was see-through, greenish, very deadly, quite unpleasant. It sucks the soul out of you, don't you know? Yet you're here, that's good. I assume you found a healer then, he looks at Blue. Yep. Good, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm sorry that we couldn't provide a healer for you. I'm sorry, Captain, you say you don't have any healers we we order potions from time to time but we don't actually have any healers on staff or in the town at the present like i found one then it's fine i'm, I'm glad i'm glad to hear that insight check on marty <laughs> yeah on blue yeah or sorry i'm blue okay roll a deception versus insight okay natural 20 well i rolled a two and i have a plus four so six I'm like sweating bullets. I'm like, yep. Marty's lying. Blue's lying too. Sorry, god damn it. Blue's lying. Marty and Blue are both. <laughs> I'm a very bad liar. It's canon, so. <laughs> he goes, Did you find anything else out there after you've defeated this creature? Uh, Anoki will put his hands into his pocket to feel where the ring is and say nothing. My precious. There was like a statue mm. with a horse with no head. What what do you know of the statue jewel? Oh, that is the Red Knight. The patron for strategy and tactics. Okay, so he like interrupts you in the middle of you speaking. Look, I apologize for your your bad patrol. Let me make it up to you. Um <clears throat> he doesn't seem comfortable at all. Just like with passive insight, he does not seem comfortable with the discussion of the shrine. He goes, I'm going to have you escorted to the barracks and you can have a night in the barracks if you wish. Um, then you will be safe there instead of your wagon. 
most gracious of you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. You are escorted to the barracks. Do you sleep? Do you... What do you do? Who else is in here and how awake are they? Can I check around the area or anything? Just just as I'm walking in. There are a couple of people who are already sleeping in the barracks. Okay. Nobody that you recognize, just a bunch of random soldiers. There's probably about 30 or so men and women on this floor. And there's a second floor. Okay. Are they all asleep? Most of them are, but not all of them, no. Uh, some are just minding their own business, reading far away, or like writing something, or mm. talking to each other, playing cards. I'll wait about an hour to see if all of them fall asleep, and if I can like loot any of the boxes at the end of the beds and stuff. Okay. You wait an hour, eventually the majority of them fall asleep. One guy is just still up. Hey guy, you want to play cards? <laughs> what? You want to play cards? I mean, sure, I can't sleep for shit, so might as well. Okay, cool, let's go over there and play some cards. I kind of nod my head over to, like, the <laughs> fireplace or whatever. Alright, uh, make a persuasion check. Uh, 20. He's like, okay. And he just sighs heavily as he gets up. Very groggy, very tired. He grabs a pack of cards off the table next to him and walks with you over to the fireplace. Anoki will quietly turn to Teg and say, We're in the middle of the lion's den. I can not do too much if it all goes south. Just be careful of our actions tonight. Well, I want you to watch what I'm doing, and if you think I'm making too much noise, or if you think there's any risk above and beyond the normal one, you, you give me a tap, and I'll instantly stop and go straight to bed. But Teg, what about Jewel? I can distract Jewel if needed, but I can't be there and watch her back as well. Has Jewel stayed up this entire time with us? I would say Jewel probably spent a little time in prayer to her deity, asking for guidance and especially and to reflect on not being there and Teg going down and genuinely feeling guilty about that. So right now she's in her own thoughts and in prayers. I, I think we can uh, we can we can leave Jewel to it for the moment. Alright, take but tread soft and be quiet. It won't take much to disrupt Blue's game. Okay, so with Anoki watching me in case I fuck up, is that a straight roll or an advantage or like if basically if I get less than ten I'm wanting Anoki to stop me, and then I'll go straight to sleep. Well, Anoki is not helping you stealth, and you have disadvantage because of exhaustion. He is just keeping a lookout. Okay. He definitely stops me. I go to move, I hit the first floorboard, which is insanely creaky, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Seriously, Teg, you are not in the right place right now, and shoves me onto the bed. Uh, the guard that is playing cards with Blue glances up and over at you suspiciously, but then sees you go to bed and goes back to the card game. I'm just going to go to sleep. I got a one and a four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Aaron Jesus said no way. <laughs> That's three dice in jail right now. How big's your jail? <laughs> <laughs>
rehabilitate some of those dice. <laughs> I I have another 17 d20s that I can use. Wow. I'm just grabbing out another four. Anoki, do you go to bed after you make sure Teg is in bed? Um, I watch Blue play for a while and wait for Jewel to settle as well before I retire. Jewel, what are you doing after you're done praying? I probably would just look out and kind of survey the room, check to make sure that Teg, Blue, and Onoki are settling in or, you know, not getting to any trouble before retiring myself. Okay. Uh, you see Blue playing cards, but other than that, the other two are laying in their beds at least. Okay. I tuck myself in. Blue, roll me a d20. Uh, just a straight d20. And we're going to do a roll off. If you decide you want to cheat, you can. We're going to be playing poker. And instead of actually playing poker, we're just going to do a d20 versus d20. Okay. I'm not going to tell you my number, but based off whatever you roll, you can decide if you want to cheat. I do not want to cheat. Okay. What did you roll? Natural 20. You... I rolled a 19. <laughs> nice wow. job! That was the only way you are going to win. <laughs> so you beat him at the first round brutally. And he slides over about five copper pieces because he doesn't have much. And he's like, I think I'm, I think I'm tapped. I don't have much more money. Have my friends gone to bed by this point? Yes. All right. One more round, partly because I feel bad for him and maybe he can win some back. And partly because I'm like, well, if you don't, then I'm going to rob you blind. <laughs> I only have like one more copper. I'll, I'll bet one copper or let's double or nothing. And then I, if I lose, you can get part of my next pay. But it's going to be like two days before I get that. Hmm, don't you have like stuff? I mean, I, I guess. Maybe I'll win. Maybe maybe I'll win. Maybe you'll right. win. Maybe you'll win. Okay. He says double or nothing. A man of desperation. 18. You got a 14. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I should have just gave up. Mama told me I shouldn't have gambled. It's fine. I should have listened to her. You can keep your copper. Do you have anything else? Like what? I don't know. I got my clothes on my back and a weapon for patrol. But nothing else? Random trinket table vibe. <laughs> Probably some nice looking boots knocking about. I already got really nice boots from that cult guy. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Roll me a D100. Take his weapon blue. Get him to grab something from the armory. Two. Alright. Uh, roll a d12. One. Alright. He goes, hold on, and he walks over to his bed, and he pulls out a small little elephant that is carved, and it looks like it's made out of stone, but you're not sure what kind of stone. He's like, I got this. It's, it's an heirloom, but like, I guess it'll cover... That's all I got. Okay, thanks. Pleasure doing business with you. Um... He seems really tired, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to try to sleep. Can I can I casually try and pocket the cards and see if he just doesn't, like, realize that they're his? Sure. Sleight of hand. Oh. Our monsters. <laughs> Thank you. 21. He doesn't notice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you have cards and a carved marble elephant. 
that you don't know is Marvel. But if I don't say it now, I will forget that it's Marvel. <laughs> okay. Blue is a lucky son of a banshee. Yep. All right, good night. Good insult. It's a good thing. If you would have rolled a one on the first table, you would have found a miniature tame mimic. Wow, cool. I want a baby mimic so bad. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yep. Noki, in your night's sleep, you dream of a woman with a stone face in a chess game where all the pieces are red. The stone woman grabs you by the wrist and pulls you close. Her lips don't move, but she whispers to you, don't lie to me, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie. Then you are woken up. <gasps> you are awoken by guards before sunrise. You were able to finish your long rest. Your level of exhaustion tag is gone. Thank you. You are led by torchlight across the yard, but not to the captain's office. Instead, you are taken up a short flight of wooden stairs and into the private quarters of the night captain, Lady Celise Blackwell herself. The woman that you saw on the wall earlier. For Jules' description, she is a figure in black plate armor, not wearing a helm, a severe face with tight crown braid of dark hair, and she has a cloak bearing the black owl sigil of the House Blackwell. Despite the odd hour, she is wearing the same black armor that you saw her earlier in, and her braid of hair is coming undone. Her desk is a mess, her bed looks unslept in, and she is pacing as you enter. Yet when she looks at you, her gray eyes are sharp and piercing. I hear yesterday that you went to the shrine and had an encounter. That is correct, yes. Please uh, tell me, what did you find? What happened? Well, we happen to have an exceptional bard right here. Blue, um, you are you are so good at storytelling, but please, none none of the usual ostentationness. Her ladyship would potentially not be quite so so enthused as our usual clientele. But if you could describe the details, I would most appreciate it. I can't embellish. What's the point? You can embellish. Just don't like jump on a freaking table and start dancing about and singing. <sighs> Fine. Um, actually, I wasn't even there for the beginning, so I'm just going to make up the beginning and tell her whatever. I don't know. I start adding details that didn't happen um, about like magic and shit that they encountered in the forest uh, right up until I get to the point where I actually got there and then just tell the story from there. The entire time her arms are crossed and then as you start elaborating about the magic and this overabundance of things that are happening. She's like, shut up. And she looks directly at Anoki. What happened? And she's staring daggers at you. While much of what my companion Blue has said is, is true, we, myself and Teg here, we, we came across the shrine on our patrol. It was quiet. Uh, others had been scared off and we'd seen items of interest that drew us towards the shrine. Moving into the area, we were accosted by a skeletal horse with a spectral rider entity. When you guys get a closer look at her while she is staring daggers at Anoki, you see that she is tired. She has dark circles under her eyes. She does not look like she has slept in a very long time. 
and she starts to pace in her office. She goes, look, I know you're hiding something from me. I don't know what it is, but it's something. I, I think you found the essence of what has been causing this madness of the forest. And the Will-O-Wisp has been causing these strange and frightening visions. And I need you, please, to just take care of it. I'll give you whatever you need, including 150 gold that I have on my personal coffers if you just go and take care of this. Tell me, Lady Blackwall, do you play chess? She just says, no, chess? I mean, I played a little bit as a kid, I guess, but not much anymore. My, well, our compatriot, Jewel here, has, has informed me the, the purpose of the shrine of the Red Knight. A chess-like piece, if you will. And I wondered if there was a connection between the shrine outside and your good self and House Blackwall. I don't know much about these statues that you speak of or this god that you speak of. I know that I need to control the the armies that I have as someone would play chess, I suppose, being tactical. But I, I can just give you directions to the place. There's, there's a temple um, of the Red Knight, which matches this same name that you said. Perhaps they're connected. I, I would assume they're connected. And she just like rubs her head. She looks like she's very tired. Well, perhaps if we were able to upgrade our weaponry and armor with any of the items that you might have available here, and with the coinage, then we could potentially take care of this for you. And health potions, lots of them. Yes, that too. The armory that we have is not better than what you have on you currently. The weapons are... I see what you have upon yourselves and yours are much better and well taken care of. We've lost so many men and we have so many here that there's not enough to go around that would benefit you in any way. I can give you... Uh, she'll give you two health potions. Are you sure there isn't anything else? Teg... Teg went down. And you're asking us to go back for you and your people. There has to be something more. We already know this is going to be a very dangerous situation. And I'm quite traumatized, it's true. All I have is this gold in these potions that I can give you. That's everything I have that is on my person that I am able to give. The rest I do not have access to. It is not mine to give. Okay, well, I think we can do something about that. That's not a problem. We will need potions when we get back, so if you could say that we take those two potions now, and there's potentially four, one each for us waiting for us when we return, successful, of course, and the agreed-upon funds then I think that we can come to an accord. I will try to get uh, four more potions. Just please, here, let me give you directions to the, to the temple. And she gives you very detailed directions. Surprisingly detailed directions to a old temple set into a stony hillside. Well, ladies, gents, do we, do we need anything else here? Mm. I'd like a moment with Lady Blackwall. If I may take. Provided the lady is okay with that, then certainly. Um, 
Anyone else? Maybe some food? I'm, I'm a bit hungry. Yeah, breakfast. Food would be quite good. She uh, snaps her fingers at one of the guards. Give them some rations, please. You may stay. And she points at Anoki. Okay. Come on, you two. Let's go get some food. As I walk past Anoki, I'm going to wink at him. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> and then walk out. Blue, and they sort out some rations. See if they have some of that uh, tasty katsu chicken that uh, you know I like. Sure, buddy. I'm, I'm sure it's something not gruel and beef jerky. I'm sure that's what they got. Yeah. Alright, so everybody else leaves? Yeah. You're hiding something. Aren't we all, Lady Blackwall? Tell me, what significance to controlling this area do you have? I control the fort. Nothing beyond that. But I can't do my job if these nightmares keep haunting me. And for some reason, I feel like you have something on you that has been in my dreams and haunting me. If you found something, please, you must show it. Divulge me for a moment, Lady Blackwall. These dreams. Tell me more. She will explain that she has terrifying dreams that always end at the temple. And she has seen flashes of items in stones and she doesn't understand them. It's all flashes, but all she knows is fear, and she is afraid to sleep now. Hmm. I was besieged by quite a dream this last night since I came into possession of something I found at the shrine. Maybe you will have more information than I, and I will take the ring out of my pocket and put it on the table sort of between us, so it is still within reach of Anoki, but clearly visible to Lady Blackwall. As soon as she sees it, her eyes go wide. And she's like, th th that was in my dream. I knew it. I knew that this had to do something with it. This is a, that this is a sign. This is, this is good. This is good. Perhaps with the Will-O-Wisp dead, and if you do this, you'll defeat it, and then I can, I can finally sleep. She seems relieved slightly. I'm glad I bring you some comfort, but you must understand the risks to the party. My, my group, my friends. It is a risk, but I gave you everything I could. And this ring? This ring is... You can keep it. I just... I knew you had something and you were hiding something. And until you showed it to me, I couldn't trust you completely that you would be helping me and not hurting me. But this is a... This is a ring of the same gods of that statue you mentioned and the temple. It is just proof that the Red Knight is haunting me. And on the ring, you do see it has a red chess piece in the center of the night. I will keep this ring with me, Lady Blackwall, and we will do this for the money, not necessarily for you. I don't care why you do it, just please do it. Understood. You will return, successful, I'm sure, to bring you your peace. So you take the ring and you leave, and she just kind of slumps in her chair as you're walking out. And you hear, like, a sigh of relief as the door closes behind you. I wander down to rejoin the others. That was fast. You got your katsu. It's a bowl of gruel with some beef jerky in it. It's <laughs> um, not quite what I ordered, Blue. Uh, tell me, Blue, how did your card game go? I didn't stay awake for the whole thing. Um, I won this precious, very expensive family heirloom. And I take out this elephant and show it off. Uh, nicely done. Sell it to you for a gold. 
if you want it. It's worth way more than that, so. I mean, he must have done better next time. <laughs> it's a beautiful marble carving. Mm-hmm. You have quite the eye for finery, Jewel. It's marble for sure. I knew that. And it's... Uh, now two gold. Definitely. It's worth... Yeah, it's worth a lot. So if you want to buy it from me, I will happily sell it to you at the discounted price of <clears throat> two gold. And are you saying that to Jewel now or still to Onoki? To you. Ah, I'll think about it. Uh, I'm sure you'll you'll have it for a little while if you don't find anyone to sell it to. It is beautiful and tempting. Yeah, I mean, Anoki's got his eye on it, so I'd, I'd be, if you want it, probably do it pretty quick, because he really likes elephants, so. So actually, um, Jewel's going to get a little glint in her eye, and she's she's thinking in her head, like, this could come in handy for something. And she's going to say, you know what? I'm going to take you up on this. You never know when a marble, little marble elephant might come in handy, and she's going to hand over two gold. Right. Well, once we've eaten him and put to task, uh, put to task, <laughs> we should uh, look to head towards this temple. Blue, you took the directions, right? Yep, I, I drew a map. Ooh, expedient. You all follow the directions easily enough, and you find yourself eventually standing before a massive stone door set into a jagged hillside. The door is embossed with the deteriorated figure of a woman a knight's helm under her arm. The features of the woman's face have all been worn away. An engraving atop the door reads, Speak to me your true desire. Jewel. Okay. Yeah, Jewel, maybe maybe you should give it a shot. Well, you're also here to learn, too. Uh, you know, I can't give you all the answers as acolytes. You've got to try. True, but... You are the acolyte that's on your own. We are acolytes all together. So I think the, you, you, even if you whisper it to the door, I think you should have a, have a shot. Jewel's going to eye tag a little bit and have a pang of guilt in her heart for what happened in her <laughs> absence. And so would Jewel know anything more in particular about the Red Knight and what's potentially going on that could gain access through the door? You know that the note says to speak your true desire. Okay. So Jewel's going to mutter to herself a little bit, my true desire. Greetings, door. My true desire is to make a difference in a way that will make my God proud. Now, are you lying or are you telling the truth? I am telling the truth. Nobody sees anything different, but you feel a weightlessness settle over you. Hmm. Does anybody else feel that? Hmm? Jewel's looking around at her companions. None of you feel anything. Feel what? Okay. Well, so Jewel's gonna test this out. She's gonna stick her arm out toward the door. Mm hmm Does it land on the door? Your hand goes through the door. Oh. Huh. She's gonna look back She's going to grin and she's going to stick her head through mm -hmm. to look around. There's a narrow stone hallway roughly five feet wide and 30 feet long in front of you. Okay. I'm going to pull my head back out. Nope. As soon as you try to pull your head out, you can't pull it back. You can only go forward. Uh, so 
Jules' left arm is going to be still on the outside, kind of like wiggling. Can they hear me through the door or no? Um, I'm going to say no because it's about a foot thick. Okay. So from the inside, like, oh, shit, crap. Uh, I think I'm stuck. But all they see is my tail going a little crazy as I'm trying to, like, pull and my arm going a little crazy. And on the other side of the door, I'm like, okay, fine. Well, I guess this is a one-way door, and I'm just going to pull the rest of my body through the door. The rest of you goes through the door. Oh, no. I think a beast has kidnapped Jewel. Something got her for sure. She was struggling, and now she's gone. Yeah. You all watch as she phases through the door eventually, though at one point she is a little freaked out. Uh, We should probably leave her to it. I'm going to try and walk through the door. The door is solid. Katunk! What is it want again? Speak to me your true desire. Money! I'm gonna shout. Are you lying or being truthful? No, that's a lie. I'm gonna try and walk through the door. You crash into it again. This thing is broken. Are you being truthful, Blue, my friend? Yeah, I'm. Maybe you didn't hear me. <clears throat> I'm gonna shout even louder. Money! And then quietly under my breath, uh, whisper, family. Jewel, you can hear all of this, by the way, just so you're aware. Is family your truth? Yeah, probably. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't thought this character through a lot, but yeah, I would say that's... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You start to, and your hand touches the door, and it's solid, but then as you whisper, it begins to let you go through. Oh, you just have to shout really loud, guys, and I'm going to go through. You get to the other side. You see Jewel... And you see a five foot wide and 30 feet long hallway. Does he walk into Jewel because Jewel hasn't specifically moved? Technically, and I'll just say Jewel gets bumped forward. <laughs> beep beep. Blue, welcome. That that was quite entertaining to listen to. And she'll wink. I don't know what you're talking about. I might step aside. Jewel just giggles. Anoki, my friend. As the most powerful of us here, I think you should go next and make sure that those two don't accidentally die. Hmm. Are you sure, Taker? I'd happily go last to, to make sure there's no one following us. I, I will keep a watch out here and I'll turn around and, and do a perception check. Okay, make a perception check. Perception. Ooh, which one do I use? Which one do I use? You don't normally fail me. Alright, whatevs. 13. <laughs> don't see anything. Cool, cool, cool. You're good. Go for it, mate. While Teg turns around to check behind, Anoki will put the ring of the Red Knight on his finger and then approach the door and not quite as softly as Blue did because I didn't hear that. Obviously, I only heard what Blue shouted. Anoki will go and touch the surface of the door and say, I will find you, father. And then attempt to step through. Are you being truthful? Yes. Okay, you step through the door. I can't tell if that's longing or a threat. I will find you, father. <laughs> and when I do... <laughs> Move forward, you two. Come on. Teg's gonna follow us in. My name is Indigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. Is there anywhere we can hide behind on the inside? No. <laughs> Don't worry about it now. Just move forward. Move, move, move. Come on. Give Teg some space. I am making it slightly bigger. I'm making it 10 feet wide instead, just so you're aware. So, so you can attack us with something different? 
<laughs> it just doesn't make sense as I'm reading this. Fair enough. I will approach the door and I will quietly say love and then really loudly go for money! Are you being truthful? The first bit is true, yes. You are able to face the door. And everybody heard everybody else's answers. What is the highest passive perception? I think everybody's 13 but me. If you want, you can roll perception checks to see if you heard the actual thing, but you all heard the very loud ones. So, Jewel, you can see if you heard the secretive one that Blue and Teg said. Blue, you can see if you heard the one that Teg said. And Noki didn't hide it. I got a 14 for whether or not I would have heard them before they went in. Fair, you could have heard that. A 10. And 16 for me. Okay. I will say that the 14 and 16 heard that something different was said, but not necessarily what it was. Okay. As the louder thing was screamed. Okay. All right. As you are all into the room and you gather your wits about you because you've been focused on the door and getting everybody in, you failed to see the giant boar that is standing directly at the end of this hallway and charges directly at you to start initiative. Well, shit. So it charges, and one, two, three, it goes for Anoki. Four, five, six, it goes for Jewel. It goes for Anoki. It's going to attack you with its tusk and miss. I need you to make a strength saving throw, though. Certainly try. Uh, 13. Okay. As it charges towards you, it tries to aim its tusk directly at you, but it just barely misses you and hits you with a little bit of force, trying to knock you over prone, but you manage to fight it off. So you have a giant boar directly in front of you in a 10 foot by 30 foot room, and you are all right on top of each other. <laughs> Oh god. Kill it! Alright, up first is Anoki. So, having been hit by this giant boar and, and shouted for everybody to kill it, using one hand to try and hold it off, Anoki's going to pull his short sword and then just try and hold it in such a way to sort of stab down into the neck area of this boar. Okay. For a 23. That'll it. I'm guessing I don't get sneak attack because of where things are. You do, because someone is within five feet of it. So that is five points of damage from the short sword, and another seven points of sneak attack, so 12 damage total. All right, the boar takes it like a champ. What a hero. Come on. Jewel, it is your turn. Unless you had any bonus actions, because you can't move. Yeah, nothing I'm going to use right now. Can't get past the boar? Uh, there is a way to as an action, but you have to make a tumble to do so. Uh, I'm not going to disengage or there's no point hiding or dashing. So while I'm a focal point and reasonably brawny, um, I will stand my ground and attack and help the party. So I, my turn is complete. Okay, Jewel. Jewel is going to turn to the boar, point and shout, Grovel! Casting command and trying to get the board so that it is prone for its next turn. 
see, that would be a wisdom 15? Wisdom save of 15. It does not work. It does not understand your language. It has to understand the language? Dang it. Okay. Actually, that is it. Okay. Up next is the boar. It will take a tusk attack again at Anoki. That will be a 22, which will hit. And you will take 8 slashing damage. Ah! As the tusk slams into your side. Baloo, it is your turn. While this thing has its tusks trained on Anoki, I'm going to do a tumble, I guess, to try to get behind it. However that works. Alright, so as an action or a bonus action, the tumbler makes a dexterity acrobatics check contested by the creature's acrobatics check. Okay, so I will use my bonus action to try and tumble past it. Uh, 14. You manage to push your way past Jewel and roll underneath the boar and go to the other side of it. Okay, then with my action, I'm going to use my rapier to try and hit it. You have advantage. Roll the same thing. 18. That'll hit. You slash into this giant boar, but directly in front of you. Uh, seven damage, and then sneak attack is uh, another seven. So 14 damage total. Okay, the boar is still standing, but it takes it, and its butt looks bloody. <laughs> Alright, Tag, it's your turn. Okay, I'm behind Anoki and Jewel, so I'm gonna half step so I can I can see between the two of them and not actually shooting those two. And I'm going to use my short bow. Okay. Which is up to 80 feet. 16 to hit. That will hit. Okay. <laughs> 1d6 plus 3. Oh, that's right. shit. 5. Okay. Uh, you did get sneak attack. Ooh, uh, which is another d6, isn't it? Uh, that was an additional 5 to 10 total. Alright, is that the end of your turn? Yes. No. I'm going to hide behind an Oki. Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. Because, like, while yes, you can technically duck behind, it can see you doing it. There isn't anywhere else to go. And... I'm a giant six foot two, built like a brick shit house, half orc, half drow, so I'm not inconspicuous. Yes, exactly. No worries, I thought I'd try. Anoki, it is your turn. Ow! Um, stab it again. Ah. With my short sword, swing the sword for a 17. Seven hit. So I plunge my blade in again. It does four points of piercing damage. So that's another seven points of sneak attack for 11 points of damage with my short sword sort of, again, stabbing down towards the neck of this boar as best as possible. As you stab down into the neck, it slices the giant boar's head clean off and the boar falls to the ground. Oh god, I was just trying to kill it, not decapitate it. Oh, it's going to get all over my boots. Boo, stay back. You don't want this on your boots. Prestidigitation. <laughs> Thank you, Blue. Nice. And Jewel is going to turn to Anoki and touch him on the shoulder to lay on hands for... It's increments of 5 HP, right? You can do any amount. Or any HP up to... Up to your total amount. How hurt does Onoki look? Uh, I look approximately 8 worse than I did previously. Not how this works. 
my threads are lightly tattered to the sum of eight seams. You're going to require eight stitches. Mm. She's not quite bloodied. Okay, so Jewel will lay on hands for around eight <laughs> HP. Thank you, Jewel. Metagaming fucking pigeons. Ah, uh, here it is. It's five HP to cure disease or neutralize poison, and then any number of HP from there. Up to 15, to- I get 15 total per long rest. Yes. All right. So you kill the bull. Let us move deeper into this temple. Blue, you seem to be ahead of the party. Why don't you step forward first? Maybe check him for any nasties. Before we move forward, uh, give me a moment and Jewel's going to stand in prayer for a little bit to cast Divine Sense to detect any celestial fiend or undead within. Well, I'm going to move it toward the hallway, in fact, before I do that, learning my lesson last time, so that in either direction of the end of the hallway, I can see any undead fiend or celestial within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. I'm also going to listen. Ooh, can you hear what I hear? Do you see what I see? So easy. (laughs) All right. What can it sense? Celestial Fiend Undead. 60 feet not behind total cover. Alright. You do a sense a fiend in the chamber before you. Okay. We need to be careful. In the chamber up ahead, there's some kind of fiend. Mm, it takes to buy. Oh, sorry. Um, let's, let's tread lightly. Do you think it knows we're here already? Probably. Maybe it might have hurt us with the boar. Yeah. We may have a few issues there. But we want to make sure that the way ahead is clear, so depending if Blue is comfortable with it or not, then um, I could maybe... One of us could check for traps and make sure there's no... We're not going to step on any awkwardness. I'll check for traps, boss. Cool. Thank you. Perception? Investigation? Investigation. <laughs> Natural one. Plus five. So six. We don't see any traps. There's no traps. No traps. Boss, this place is clear. We're good to go. Nice one. Good checking, Blue. Mm. Let's move forward then. Jewel, since you seem able to sense this fiend. I'll take the lead. Mm. A wise precaution. So Jewel will take the lead into the hallway. And is it so are we seeing an enclosed chamber? Yep. You enter a ancient stone chamber. Leather-bound volumes line two massive bookcases against the back wall. Sitting at a desk in the center of the chamber is a strikingly beautiful woman with red hair. She absently toys with a red chess piece, a knight tied to a cord around her neck. As you enter the room, she rises to greet you. Hello. I see you finally made it here. I am Anala. Welcome to my humble abode. What was her name, sorry? Inala, I-N-A-L-A. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here and give a very presentory bow and be extremely respectful. Jewel will do the same. Okay. She goes, oh, pleasantries. I love it. I love it. It's it's great to be treated with respect. I um, assume you were sent here to do something? Probably, but... Honestly, I am so thoroughly distracted by your bookshelves. Anyone who has such a gloriously kept personal library is clearly a a person of admiration and worth. I am just in awe of of everything that I see before me. 
Oh, I do absolutely love knowledge. Right? I am a strategist, and I love to read information about strategies, tactics, war, you know? Hmm. If it's reading, it's worth it. And you're so beautiful. Oh, thank yes. you. Please keep flattering me. I love it. While this conversation is going on, can I try and steal a book? Um, you would have to stealth near her to try. Oh, the books are behind her. I thought they were like yes, all around. And if you're looking at the map, there is a desk, and then she is standing behind the desk, and then there's two bookcases behind her. Okay, I guess we'll just have to kill her first and then take her books. Easy, Blue. Easy. Yeah, Inala, may I, may I approach? No, of course. I love when a man comes close. Hmm. An interesting choice of phrasing. You're gonna see Jewel pout. Oh, woman, whatever. I don't. I'm not picky. She perks up. Tell me, Inala, some of your strategies. Would someone be subjected to them while they rested? <laughs> oh, did Lady Celise send you? Yes, it's not the only reason I ask the question, though, Inala. But um, she has tasked us with discovering what is going on here at the temple. Well, I can tell you exactly what's going on, because I'm doing it. I've been waging a psychic war against Lady Celise. <laughs> okay. Why Lady Celise? Because my hope is that eventually, if Lady Celise just loses it, she will be forced to leave, which means the fort will leave, and those soldiers, intruders, and brutes will leave. They've disrespected this force. They disrespected the items of religion that lay near. They don't belong here. They came to my home, and I just want them gone. Well, you do seem... Hey. Great strategist and worthy tactician, Inala. It seems strange that it has taken you this long to act on such a invasion of your home, as you say. And they've only been here for a little bit. Hmm. Lady Celise was exiled recently. Um, the fort previously did not really have much to do with anything. She chose to live here, and then those brutes came around and made it bigger. What religious items did they disrespect in your forest? The night in the shrine area that I believe I saw three of you at, the head of the horse. I was there this morning. Yes, oh yes, I did see you there this morning. Yes, the, the pieces along the floor were once a horse head, and she holds up the little chest piece on her necklace. It looked exactly like this. And also like this, Inara. And Anoki will show the ring upon his hand. Yes, that as well. So if we can somehow get them to fix the, the chaos that they've sown and what they've broken and to promise to respect from here on out, will you stop this psychic war against Lady Celise? I will promise to end this war if you get rid of her. Her death is the only thing that will stop this. She is a commander of an archaic order, a soldier still fighting a war that ended centuries ago. I know what she's thinking. I know what's in her mind. I know her deepest desires. And she wants to get out of exile. By doing what? Fighting something that doesn't even exist? She just uses her authority and her men to bully people into doing what she wants. 
Was that spectral guy on a horse? Does he work for you? He was once a follower that was killed by the gods. His spirit was strong enough to stay and protect. Did you stick him on us? I did no such thing. He protects the shrine. You were at the shrine. So nobody can go to the shrine? Everyone who has gone to the shrine thus far has been one to damage. Cut down the trees to destroy the shrine. Destroy the forest. The only person who has gone to the shrine area and did not do any harm whatsoever, besides the three of you when you had to fight, is this one here, and she points to Jewel, who left something for the god. Yes, yes. I did. So that, isn't that a sign of hope? That we can somehow resolve this without hopefully any more death? I believe that you have hope. Lady Celise, there is no saving her. What if Lady Celise was to leave instead of dying? Are you sure your strategies and tactics are correct, Inala? My friend Teg here raises a valuable question, one you may have overlooked. I know that she will not leave without a fight. Mm. So your choices are simple. Fight her or fight me. And if you fight her and you kill her, I can gift you all with magical items. Gifts representing the favor of the Red Knight. Insight check. Okay. That would be... 14. You believe her. 15. Not much better. You also believe her. Okay. Can I also roll an insight? Sure. Uh, no natural 20. She's telling the truth. May we have a few moments to discuss this outside, amongst ourselves? We can come back in and tell you our answer if you would like, or not, as you so choose. She, like, taps her chin. I would suggest discussing in the hallway. Fair. May I ask one more question before we, we discuss? How did you gain access to the psychic connection to Lady Celise. I... How do I put this? I am what many call a succubus, and that gives me access to some people's deepest, darkest desires. But I don't consider myself a demon or a seductress. I am a commander. And after all, what is it that they say? All's fair in love and war? So I just get in her head and see what she thinks. Hmm. Okay, thank you. You can walk down to the hallway. Yes. What do we think? We'll be as quiet as possible so that whatever decision we make, if it's not in her favor, it's not going to be overheard Mm. before we want her to. I will have you, afterwards, you can all roll a stealth check, and that will ultimately, we'll do a group stealth check, and that will ultimately determine if she hears or not. Hey, hey, Anoki, can you do that thing where you make everything really quiet? I don't think it works quite like that, Blue, but uh, I will double check. Check out the silence spell? No, pass without a trace, because we're rolling stealth. Technically, yes, that works, but... <laughs> Technically, also, it really doesn't. <laughs> like, in theory, it Speak should. without a trace. In theory, we'd have to walk up and down the corridor <laughs> to make it work. Like, process in my line or something. So. 
You don't have to be moving for pass without a trace to work. I've used it for for hiding stealth all the time. The reason why I'm saying technically is because it's meant for walking or hiding yourself, not hiding your words and being whispering. That's why I said technically. Like technically, mm-hmm. yes, it would help a stealth check, but <laughs> but that would be mechanically not. Yes, it doesn't really make sense. So we'll just sway in place. We'll we'll huddle and sway together. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you think we might be able to uh, break their psychic connection if Lady Solis gets far enough? Or would she know that she doesn't die and she just disappears? I think she would know if she's moving away. She said that Lady Solis would leave. Lady Solis has a bunch of people working for her, but like, we met them and they don't like it. So maybe they wouldn't be really upset if we killed her. Then they could all go home. Maybe... They wouldn't be upset if she died, Blue. Let's not potentially put the blame on us. Accidents do happen in the home. It's true. It's a fort. She's always walking along those walls. She may fall. She may trip. This is true. And impale herself on five weapons. It's unfortunate that the weapon wrap happened to be there at the right time and... Everything was pointing upwards. Indeed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It would be her final destination. Death isn't always the end either. And so it sounds like... Are we siding with Anala? Well, she's got lots of books. And she's beautiful. Beauty and brains. Well, what what were all of your impressions of Lady Solis? She didn't have books. Aside from the books, Tag. She was kind of mean. She was mean? She told me to shut up. Well, that's not very nice. Right? She was mean. She doesn't have books and she wouldn't increase our pay. And she doesn't like me. I think that last one is, is enough for me. To kill a person? No one is rude to my acolytes. Oh, well. You're I, I'm pretty sure we're, you know, we worship different deities, but that's okay. It's an easy mistake to make because we are so awe-inspiring. I'm going to shout down the hall. Enola, do you like me? You are a beautiful, handsome man. I think I would like you very much if I got to know you. I like you just based off your appearance, but I would love you more probably. She likes me. It's a good start. It is. She's got great taste. Mm-hmm. I feel like, though, with all of the damage that's been done, if we could somehow get the troops to help repair some of the damage on top of taking care of Lady Celise, that should be something we look into. Mm. If we can rally them against her, then potentially we don't have to get our hands dirty at all. Ooh, stage of cool. She is paying their bills. That might be difficult. We also know, out of character, that you got paid 10 gold per patrol per person, which is a lot of gold for a normal person. They're not likely to turn that down. And then another 150, right? Hmm. You were offered 150 to end this. But you know, I actually, when we were talking to her before, she did tell me that she wasn't going to pay them anymore because she was running out of money and she was organizing something to get them all killed anyway. So if they found out about that, they might be upset. Did she? She sure did. She sure did say that. Is this a deception against the DM? Because Nikki forgot. <laughs> this is a deception against the, the guards. This is a potential deception against the guards to turn them against her. I'm like, 
I don't remember that being part of the story. <laughs> Jewel is so captivated. Like, my goodness, I miss so much being away. She was really <clears throat> gunning for blood. She was like, man, I have all these soldiers to feed and pay, and I can't. It's so, you know, this is pointless. And <laughs> I don't even, I don't even believe in myself at this point. But, you know, I, I have to keep going to save face. So she basically said that they were all going to die and she wasn't going to pay them because she couldn't afford to pay them anyway because all she had was 150 gold left, so. Will we make a perception check? <laughs> uh, 14. You hear a chuckle from behind you. Yeah, I'm I'm not a quiet person, so this whole section of, of you can all be very, like, quiet, but I'm just like, yeah, she's totally a bitch, and she, she said she was going to leave them all to die, so we could just tell them that, you know, maybe they'll have their decision change a little bit because 150 gold that she has left, they might want to split between them better than nothing. That makes sense. Didn't the guard that you played cards against last night didn't have much except for his family heirloom, but yet she's throwing around 150 gold that she's obviously keeping from them? He may have gambled it away. Hmm. The cards are stacking against her. I'm just saying, we had we had gruel and and uh, beef jerky for breakfast. They're not eating well. They don't like it here. They don't want to be here anymore. They want to go home. They're just getting paid. But if their money runs out, then... Well, how about we simplify that in that we don't have to tell them that the money's run out. We just make the money run out. I mean, they're going to have to know either way. So whether there's really money or not... But if the money suddenly vanishes... I'm not disagreeing that I think we should take the money. I'm just saying we still have to tell them that the money's run out. So whether we do that first or after we kill her, you know. But we go, we take the money, and then we go to the soldiers and start griping that we haven't been paid because there's no money at the moment. Mm. The thing is, Jewel, because she's a, you know, a devout follower of a god that you left coins for, right? Like, that's respectful. Yeah. But this other lady is not a devout follower of anyone, and they defiled this place. Yep. So, really, this is a part of our holy quest, and taking their money is just a... A good thing. Divine retribution. Mm. Blue, you had me at shut up. Aside from that, though, she sounds like an awful person, and saving the many, all these troops... And Inala against the one seems like the greater. Maybe we can ask Inala if she's willing to go along and not wage psychological warfare on her from a period of time of leaving here to pretend like we dispatched her. Then we get our payment. And if we can somehow confirm that this is, this is possibly all that she has left, then we can go to the guards and say, hey... She just paid us the rest of your gold. Doesn't give a shit about you. She didn't even pay us the rest of their gold because she didn't have enough money to pay us the rest of her gold. We don't have 150 gold for them to be mad about. Mm. This is very damning evidence against her. So it's settled. Yeah. Well, shall we incite a riot in the name of justice? Uh, are we informing Inala of our decision? I, I am all for hot chick with books. I like the idea of asking her to stop the psychological war so it seems like she's gone. Hmm. Yeah. If she's amenable, that that's a good idea, Jewel. Shall we? Indeed. 
And Teg, since you would like to get some of her books, maybe you can present the plan to her. That's most appreciated. Thank you. I will do this. That's very kind. I appreciate that because they are some gorgeous books. Oh, so lovely. Maybe we can get her to throw some in to sweeten the deal. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you go back to Anala. I walk back in and I give my courtly bow again and say, Anala, thank you for your patience in our deliberations. We appreciate that. Of course, I hope you came to a decision. Well, we're not bearing weapons. Well, we are, but not in our hands. That's very fair. I I mean, I had a feeling you would side with me. I am wonderful. Plus, you would get access to all these books, and don't you just love some books? And she just, like, points to Tech. They do. They love books. You are very good at getting inside people's heads. I won't deny. One, you are gorgeous. Two, you have books. This is the two things that generally sway my view, other than my god, of course. A wink at Inala on the eye that's away from Jamie, so that Jamie can't see it when I say, you know, other than my god. Jewel. Jewel. Can't see it. You're so bad at this. I know, right? <laughs> We're just slowly becoming our characters. Once we finally drop all the names, the spell is complete and we end up in the in the game. Yep. So, right, we have a little side plan. Would you be amiable to, for the next couple of nights, not doing the whole I'm going to invade your dreams and, and make you terrified thing so that it can be believed that we have slain the beast and we get our money and then we can convince all the soldiers that they're not getting their money because we have it and turn them against her. Does that sound like a good strategy? I do love your thought process. That sounds so trickerous and enjoyable to watch. That would be a lovely plan, but I'm afraid you might not get the opportunity. Really? You have a guest outside the door. What? I did not call her. Uh-oh. You might want to go take on Lady Celeste, then, because she has friends. She didn't believe that we would do this. Can we not invite her in? To be fair, she is quite paranoid lately. That's probably my fault. Is she there by herself, or does she have guards with her? She has friends. Maybe ask if you know how many. Two plus a horse. The horse. We we wouldn't hurt that unless it hurts us. I would hurt it. We could use it. We could, we could use it. a horse. We're not using the horse. I already named the donkeys. You can't trade them in. No, no, we're not trading them. Imagine if we had two donkeys and a horse. We're not getting a horse. Horses are evil. They killed you. That you did? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't want a horse. Never mind. The horse killed you? What? We're killing the horse. Well, okay. I could use the horse. You know, sometimes I, I need to do these things for my god, and a horse would really come in handy. I could get back to you faster. Okay. Jewel can have the horse. But I'm not fine. I'm not keeping the horse. Thank you. Okay. We, we if we can avoid killing it, we will. You can always turn it into glue. It'll keep it stuck together. That's very disturbing. Or food if we run low. I would prefer food over being stuck to you. Like, what if your foot was on my face? <laughs> I don't want your foot stuck to my face, man. Mm, good that's, point. That's not cool. True. True that. Mm, I don't think. I was going to say Marty then. I don't think Blue wants your your bum stuck to his thigh. Eh. Like, what if he poops and it drips down your leg? 
Gross. Exactly. Let's go kill Lady Celise. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Jewel's going to turn to Inala and say, Lady May, I put her hand out, like kind of asking for for her to put her hand in her hand. She'll place her hand here. You're going to kiss it. Please ignore them. We will take care of Lady Celise. You are far too beautiful to have to continue to suffer like this. And Jewel's going to kiss her hand and turn to join her friends. All of you are charmers. I love it. Maybe I'll just have to keep you afterwards. Give her a little wink as we walk away. Can we have that magic stuff now? Help us in the fight? No, only once you do your job. <laughs> that's that's fair. We we are a bunch of acolytes. 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 Are, we everyone knows that acolytes aren't always trustworthy. I'm very trustworthy. Yes. Except Luke. I do see that you are all acolytes, one hundred percent. Exactly. Jules beaming with pride. <laughs> Lady Anala, if if I may ask one potentially vital question before we step outside. Mm. If we charge at the door, are we going to go through it or are we going to hit it? Is there some release mechanism for the door we came in? Valid. I'd, I'd rather not run into a stone door in our attempt to defend. Like Marty. Like Blue did on our apartment. Like Blue did. Now that I know that you're not going to hurt me, you can make as you wish. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Mm, I'm sure. At least once. <laughs> I won't do it, I promise. Maybe we can get them to stick their heads inside. I don't think the lady coming in here is a good idea. I don't think the lady would step inside because she'd have to tell the truth. Valid. Mm. Very. All right. Shall we? Are we ready? Do we need anything? Always. Everything. Never. Okay. That's the vote of confidence I needed. Ready our weapons? So, um, I'm going to see... It won't be a surprise round against you, but you also will not get surprised. So I do need y'all to roll initiative. You can't talk our way out of this and convince her that she's dead? I mean, maybe, but right now we just need to roll initiative just in case that that plan doesn't work for whatever reason. Yeah, me rolling initiative isn't going to work because I got a natural one. <laughs> Oof. All right, so I moved you at the door. You guys are, you do see outside because you can see through the door from this side. Lady Celise is sitting on her war horse and there are two soldiers outside. Did we all go out at once? I have you directly inside the hallway. You have not left yet. Okay. I'm letting you leave on your own, but you can leave. I can have you leave all at once and then start if you guys want. I would like to dramatically emerge from the corridor on my turn. Do you all want to leave and then we start initiative? All at the same time. I'm happy to start in the corridor, but I'm open to other people's interpretation of the situation. We can't see through the door, right? You can see through the door. You can't do anything through the door. Oh, we can't do anything. Okay. Like the door is not going to be like a shield for you where you can shoot through it and then not get hit back. Damn it. I was debating <laughs> on that. And, and Nala would have told you that so that you didn't waste your efforts. Okay. Well, Jewel is especially inspired to to do right by Inala, and I think I'm also first on the initiative order, so Jewel will want to step out. And as a bonus action, 
is going to say a few words and cast Compelled Duel. And she's going to turn to Soldier 1 and say, Take down the vile woman pointing at Lady Celise. I don't think that's how Compelled Duel works. Mm, I think it's against yourself. Uh, oh, wait. For the jurors. Oh, they have disadvantage on attack roll. Oh, dang it. I totally... I need to read these entire spells. I'm so sorry. What's the one where you get people to fight each other? That's what I thought this was. Uh, enemies abound, I think. Okay, never mind. Um, instead, I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on Lady Celise. And okay. wisdom save of 15. Natural 18. Dang it! Okay. As soon as you walk out and you cast this spell on her, she just shrugs it off and she's like, I've been having nightmares for the last two weeks nonstop. You think that's going to work on me? Seize them! And then that officially is what starts the initiative. But yeah, continue. <laughs> Jules just going to turn back and say, well, you still look funny anyway. And... I'm going to, I don't think I can do anything else for my bonus action, so I'm just going to end my turn there. Alright, I just moved everything up. Um, so you're staying on E20, or would you like to move over so you're not in the way of the door? Yeah, I'll move over one to D20. Okay. Up next is Anoki. Alright, uh, uh, Anoki is going to draw a sword. Uh, within the corridor or just behind the door and as he sort of wield sword and races out into to where uh, Jewel has just gone he's going to shout at one of the guards stay there and then he's going to look up at Lady Solis and use his bonus action to do insightful fighting to try and mm -hmm. so I got I got a 13 for insight. It's her deception. 11. And sizing her up as she sort of remains mounted on the horse, short sword out, he's going to sort of do the, the anime, bend forward, shield, sword raised behind, race towards the horse and try and Achilles, Troy, jump and stab and try and take her off the horse. Well, try and attack her on the horse at the very least. This could go horribly wrong, but I'm going to try. If I hit, I get sneak attack as well. So short sword. Uh, I did, however, roll a natural one. So I made this challenge, size her up, run over there and completely miss. Looks good, though. Jewel, you'd appreciate it. Uh, and, and that is me. I've moved and bonus actioned and, and failed to attack. All right. Well, we're right next to her. Mm -hmm. So she will take three attacks at you. First attack is a 13, which Meets. actually hits mm -hmm. for seven. Nope. Yeah. Seven damage. Okay. Ouch. Uh, second attack is a miss. Third attack is a 13 again for four damage. So she pulls out her weapon and just slashes three times at you and you manage to dodge the second one tucking behind her horse for a second. She's like, traitors, all of you. And that is her turn. Um, soldier one goes next. 
He is going to go after Jewel. That is going to miss. Soldier 2 will also shoot at Jewel. That will be a 15, which will miss. And the War Horse is going to rear up and try to hit Anoki with its hooves. That's a natural one. So that misses. And it almost loses its balance, but manages to stay up. Up next is Blue. I guess I'm going to move to G25 and attack Lady Celise. 22. That hit. Okay. 14 damage in total. And I had to use my bonus action to dash to get there, so I'm done. Okay. You slash into her and she glowers at you. Tag it is your turn. Okay, I am going to step forward just once. I'm going to step forward so I'm level with Jewel. When the soldiers were doing things, did they move in at all or did they stay like 10 feet away from Anoki? Uh, they did not move. Okay. But one is within five feet of Blue right now, but Blue is focused on Lady Seleuze. If I was to cast a 20-foot cube specifically with Lady Selyse at the center, would it catch all of them? Yes. Perfect. I will cast a fairy fire on Lady Selyse. Okay. Everybody, in, including Anoki and Blue, has to make a deck save. What is the DC? Uh, 13 decks. 16. 16. You're both fine. Lady Selyse passes. Damn it. Soldier 1, 2, and the War Horse fail. Cool. So, uh, any attack rolled against an affected creature has advantage if it can be seen. And it cannot benefit from being invisible because it's literally lit up in a gorgeous violet light. Okay. Anything for your bonus action? I'm going to cast Precipitation on myself because I'm still covered in blood and probably a little bit of viscera from when I died and the previous battle and I realize I'm actually quite disgusting looking and I've just presented myself to a stunning woman looking like a murder hobo. Get your priorities in check. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, I'm looking spangly again. Technically, that's not a bonus action, but I'll let you do it. Thanks. <laughs> Styling you look up. spiffy again. Spiffy. Oh yeah. Jewel, it is your turn. Jewel is going to stand a little prouder, mutter a few words to her deity, and is going to look at Lady Celise and say, shame on you for coming to attack the beautiful Lady Inala and channel her divinity for utter embarrassment. So let me read this. Choose one creature you can see within 60 feet. The target makes a wisdom saving throw of, let's see, DC 15. On a failure, the creature is incapacitated with embarrassment and shame and must spend its turn trying to break line of sight with me. If the creature ends its turn out of my sight, they can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on a success. Interesting. What was that, wisdom? Yes, wisdom 15. That is a fail. Yes! So she needs to break line of sight of you? My eyes are just boring into her. She has to spend her turn trying to break the line of sight with me. 
if she's incapacitated, does that mean we can hit her better or something like that? That's a good question. They can't take actions or reactions. So no, it does not benefit you guys at all. If they can't take reactions, they can't dodge out of the way though, right? Oh, I guess if it's something that they'd have to dodge out of the way. I mean, they can move, which is what she's going to have to do because she's supposed to break line of sight, but she can't take an action to actually attack you guys or react if you leave her. Okay. And you have advantage on everyone else. Okay. Is that your turn? Yes. Anoki. Hmm. With this look falling upon Lady Selyse's face and the fact she's hit me, Anoki not really sure what's going on or what the impact of what's just happened because of Jewel, he's just going to try and attack her again. He's, he's just going to see what he sees as an opportunity uh, to attack with his short sword in close proximity. Do I get advantage? Against Lady Celise. Against Celise, no. So I will swing the shortest of swords, and that is a 16 to hit. That will miss. Anoki will use his bonus action in that case, having taken three heavy blows, and will just disengage. Doesn't need to, but he's going to. Back slightly towards Jewel and Teg, probably back five, ten feet, and look to draw his bow next time. Okay. It's going to leave me here all alone in this mess. You'll be all right. Up next is Lady Celise. Uh, her job is to break line of sight. So she is going to use the Warhorse's movement, forcing him to go. Can I attack? You can. She moves around the side and then she breaks eyesight and she can make another roll you said yes what was the dc 15 okay she rolled a seven um i rolled a 13 to hit the horse that'll hit eight damage the horse is hit you have advantage against the horse so you do have sneak attack it has fairy fire oh okay then plus another 10. It is barely standing, but it is standing as it rushes off towards the side. At the end of her turn, she gets to roll again if she, she broke line of sight? Correct. Okay. Alright, that was her turn and also the warhorse's turn. Soldier 1 will shoot at Jewel again. Okay, this dice is going to dice jail. That's missed. Soldier 2 will bring out its uh, scimitar and attack blue. This die is much better. Uh, for a 21. Doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, okay. For two whole slashing damage. We don't have to do this. Ow! Uh, the warhorse's turn. He did not move his full movement, I don't think. So he'll move the rest of his movement. But does not attack. Blue, it is your turn. Would it be like an action or a bonus action to try and convince this guy to leave? Uh, action. Okay, I guess I'm going to use my action to try and convince Soldier 2 that we're going to kill Lady Celise, but he doesn't have to die. He can just go, and she has money and stuff, and he can just take it and get the hell out of Dodge, and we don't have to kill him. I'm not going to tell him where the money is. Make a persuasion check at disadvantage. 12. He does not seem convinced. I rolled 
a 15 on die. He's like, I, I can't, I can't do it. She pays my bills. I'm sorry. I'm going to shrug and then bonus action disengage and move to I-24. And that's it. Okay. Up next is Teg. Okay. I am going to use my short bow to shoot. I'm actually going to move slightly before I do that to over here so that I have a better line of sight and I'm not trying to shoot around Anuki or Jewel or through the gap or anything. And then I'm going to shoot soldier number one, uh, but that'll be with advantage because they're lit up with fairy fire. So good job it was. <laughs> Dirty 20. That'll hit. Six damage. Uh, is that with your sneak attack? Uh, I didn't think I would get that because no one's in range of them. You have advantage on the attack. All right, then. No, it is not. That's an extra four, so ten. All right, he is barely standing. So you were warned. You should run. Jewel, it is your turn. Okay, Jewel is going to use her feline agility, which will double my move speed, and I'm going to use uh, 60 feet of movement to get in front of Lady Celise into I-13 to kind of get her to, to force her back this way so that she has to go back to continue to try to break her line of sight with me so that she can come back toward the party and not too far from us. So that's just my movement. Now as an action, remind me, the whip has reach. As a melee weapon with reach, does that mean that if I attack her with my whip five feet from her, will that be at disadvantage? Or can I like just try to choke her with it? I have since been told that no, that's not how that works. So you can still hit within five feet. Okay, great. I used to think it had to be 10 feet like other ranged, but it's not, it's different than a ranged. Okay. Well, that was a seven. I think I was still daydreaming about the beautiful Inala. And there is nothing else that I can do for my bonus action. Get your head in the game. You can't see it. <laughs> but also, oh. <laughs> get your head in the game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can't do anything else for my bonus action. Alright, is it a concentration for that spell? Just so I know. It's, it's just a channel divinity. It doesn't say anything else. Oh, okay. Okay. Anoki. Uh, Anoki... Having seen Lady Celise move uh, and Jewel give chase, Anoki's going to run to effectively the corner, the closest corner of the, the temple structure, uh, and while in motion, sort of drop short sword into scabbard and, and bow, and as gracefully as, as he can, bring short bow round, look, pull, and try and hit Lady Celise from on, on top of the warhorse as they are moving in that direction. You do not have advantage, but you do get sneak attack. A 19? She can't use her reaction. It worries me that you're questioning whether a 19 hits or not. This concerns me greatly. It does hit. She has a reaction that would make it so it wouldn't have hit, but she can't use her reaction, so it does hit. Excellent. So, seeing this uh, successful strike, Shortbow does... Four points of damage from the bow itself. Uh, sorry, six points of damage from the short bow, plus another eight points of sneak attack damage. So 14 points of damage in total. 
And uh, when she gets hit, does she get another chance to roll, or is it just when line of sight is broken? Just when line of sight is broken. Okay. All right. That is your turn then, correct? Mm, that is my turn. Lady Celise is going to get off of her horse. And drink some milk. Seeing that the horse is severely wounded and she's basically saying, fuck this shit, uh, she's going to get off the horse and she breaks line of sight again. And I made it so that she dodged between you guys instead of hitting you within five feet. Aww. That will do it. <laughs> you said DC was 15? Yes, 15. You do get an attack of opportunity. Oh, sweet. Okay. That's probably not going to hit. That would be a nine. I'm still daydreaming about the beautiful Nkala. All right. Up next is Soldier One, who will try to shoot Teg again. What did I do? It's other target left, and you're right there. Yeah, it's fair. I respect that. Pretty sure 10 misses. Soldier Two will attack Blue uh, with its crossbow again, since you stepped away. That's a 21. Oh, misses. Uh, so that's five damage <laughs> to you. What the fuck, man? Are you going to pay my bills? He screams. The warhorse will attempt to attack Jewel and miss, and then attempt to run away, but you do not get a second reaction. I hope it doesn't work because I really wanted to do an animal handling check on my next turn. Um, and it moves its full movement away, running away from the group. I mean, we nearly hobbled it. I don't think it's going to be a friend very easily. Good riddance, I could have rolled a natural 20. And y'all, I just forgot that I have this reaction thing. If anyone rolls a 1 or a 20, I can reverse their fortune and make it the opposite. So I'm saying that out loud to help me. Let's remember that. That will come in handy. Do you have to be able to see that? Oh, if a creature you see rolls a nat 1 or 20, I can change the result to become the opposite. Reversal of fortune. Is there a limit to the number of times? Uh, it is a channel divinity, but I can use it as a reaction. So, so far, I get one channel divinity per day. Okay. So, Blue, it's your turn. <sighs> I'm really mad at Soldier 2. <laughs> so disappointed. But I'm going to shoot at Lady Solis because I feel like once she's down, these other guys... Alright. You do not have advantage, and you do not get sneak attack. And it's not good. It definitely does not hit. Okay. Anything as a bonus action? Um, can I go back inside the door? You can see. <laughs> I might have to tell it another truth. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if I can go back inside the door so that I can be hidden on the other side of the door. Like, I want to hide, basically. I think you should dash at the door and see what happens. It's solid. If it's solid, I'm going to whisper family at it. It's still solid. Damn. And you hear, nothing personal. <laughs> I'm going to kick it, and then I guess I'm just right here on F20 and turn back towards Lady Selyse, and that's my turn. And Dala just wants to make sure that they don't get inside. <laughs> All right, up next is Teg. I'm going to shoot that motherfucking soldier's number one. Okay. I still have advantage, but I don't like these dice either, because for some reason, this dice, it's a separate set of two dice, and I've got a one and a four again. Use your J dice. One of those is, is actually in the jail. Take it out of jail. Move it to just visiting. I'll get the other one out. Um, so that was nine, which I don't think hits. Nope. I don't think I can 
throw as a bonus action, can I, yet? No. That's monk shit. If you use two light weapons, you might get two attacks, but other than that... Mm. Is that your turn? Oh, I do have two weapon fighting, but... Everybody technically has it, but you need two light weapons. What's the light like where we are? What's the light? It's bright. Yeah, is it bright sunlight? Is there shadow anywhere? I mean, there's trees around, so there's some shadow, but it's like pretty sunny. Okay. Is there shadow within 30 feet of me? Hi, low. Hi. There would be shadow on, is it like right above us, the sun? Because there would be shadow on one of the sides of the temple. Mm. That's fair. This is early in the morning. Uh, what season is it? So the sun is, the shadow is directly behind you. From the temple? Yep. So if I moved to D20, I would be in shade. Um, if you moved to C19, you'd be in shade. Okay, cool. And then if I wanted to move somewhere in the 25 line, where would there be shadow around that point? Because I, ha I have shadow step and I'm wanting to go in one shadow and 30 feet further away come out so that they don't know where I am. Gotcha. Um, we'll say that there's some shadow over on A25. You can go there. Okay, I will do that then. So everyone will see me sort of duck round the um, side of the temple and to soldier one, I step back into shadow, then I just vanish and I'll reappear down there. Okay. So soldier one does not know where you are. Jewel, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to move the full 30 feet behind Anoki and lay my hand on him. How hurt is he looking? On a scale of 1 to 27, how hurt are you? How, how many times has my garment been ripped? Um, He's not quite bloodied. But I'm not good, neither. Okay, oof. Oh, we have two people. Okay, so I'm going to give him, I'll say for now, just four more. Okay, that's your action. That is my action, and I have no bonus actions left, so I will stay right there. Can I whisper, Blue, take one step over? That's a free action. What? <sighs> step toward me! Can I even see you? Nope. But you hear her voice coming from somewhere to the east. <laughs> Noki, it's your turn. Uh, Noki feeling slightly more flex in his shoulders is going to... Knock another arrow into the short bow. Pull, line up with, with Lady Shalise's position and uh, just release and let one fly. Okay. That's just a 12. Nope. It bounces off of her black armor. Slightly frustrated, but content that this is currently the correct course of action. Anoki will stand firm, ready to go again, as it were. Lady Shalise's turn. Well, she actually has a turn. <laughs> She's going to go straight up to Anoki because Anoki is pissing her off. Keeps pestering her with some arrows. That's a miss. It's a fucking miss. Jesus Christ. And that's a hit. It is an excellent try, ladies. <laughs> Seven damage. I rolled a two and a one on the first two hits. Nice. And then a, an eight, which just brings it to a, enough to hit you. Just enough. Will you go down? Not to you, ladies at least. Buy us dinner first! <laughs> Soldier 1 is confused as to where Tag went, so is going to shoot at Blue. Come on! I'm pretty sure that misses, though. 
Uh, 14. The one does miss. Soldier 2 is also going to shoot at Blue. Ah. And also miss. So two arrows shoot directly at Blue and you just duck and they hit the stone right behind you. Uh, the warhorse runs further away, so he is out of initiative. Blue, it is your turn. I'm going to step... Yeah, no, I'm going to go on the opposite side of Lady Celise from where Anoki is. And I'm going to attack her. You have advantage. 24. That will hit. 17 damage in total. Hit her in her back when she is least expecting it. And she's like, maybe you're a bigger threat, but she has her eyes set on Noki right this moment. I'm kind of pissed off, so I'm going to hit her with my dagger too. Okay. Uh, for a non-natural 20. That'll miss. She will use her reaction to parry you. Okay, that's it. But she's used up her reaction, so... Mm. Good job, Blue. Tag, it is your turn. I'm gonna go after Soldier 1. Natural 20. Yay! Suddenly, Jewel uses her ability to change that to a 1. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Channel Divinity already used up. All right. I'm using my non-binary dice, doink, and it's a three, plus the proficiency bonus of two, plus a sneak attack of shit, wait, that's a three, five, and then three is six, seven, eight. Okay, eight for that hit. Wait, no, no, it's not. Fuck me. Right, three doubled is six damage, plus the proficiency bonus of two is eight, plus three is nine, ten, eleven. Eleven damage for the first hit. Are you only rolling 1d6 for your sneak attack? Yeah. It's 2d6. What? It's 2d6 for sneak attack. Say what? Technically, with profic- or with natural 20, it'd be 4d6. Okay. But you already killed it, so. <laughs> he had one health left. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Good dagger dagger. If I'm doing stabby stab, can I stab him and then move to the second soldier and do stab again? Did you chuck the dagger or did you walk up and attack? I I walked up and stabbed him in the back. Then yes, you can walk over to soldier two. Stride across the battlefield. Are they still lit up like a Christmas tree? I don't know how long fairy fire lasts. It lasts until you lose concentration or one minute. So yes. Ah. Wicked, and I haven't taken any damage in that time, so that's fine. I wouldn't have had to roll check. Ah, a natural 19 and a natural 18. Well, I rolled a 1, and it's plus... Wait, no, you know what? I rolled a d6, which is the wrong dice, because it's meant to be a d4. So, just one second. Roll the right dice. Oh, it's 2 then. Jewel, it's your turn. Okay, Jewel sees that... Lady Silly's potentially looks more hurt than Anoki and is going to whisper, Anoki, can you hang in there for a little bit longer? Go for it, Jewel. Okay. Maybe I'll kill a second player. And Jewel is going to use her... What's that? Nothing. <laughs> Jewel's going to uh, kind of reach around Anoki with her whip for 16 to hit. That will miss. Dang it. Well, that's about it because I don't have bonus actions left. So I'm just going to hang out right there in case Anoki needs a little extra backup. Right, Anoki, it's your turn. He is going to somehow in a flurry of arms and throwing and moving equipment around is going to probably just cast the bow to the one side 
with his dominant hand, reach back, grab the short sword, and then make a, a single attack against her using his short sword, if I may, DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I get advantage? You do, because you are thinking. Uh, and they were both terrible. I got a, uh, for context, a three and an eight. She just laughs, and then she lifts up her sword, and she's going to attack you. <laughs> Save me! Once. And miss. And then she is going to turn and go, you have been a thorn in my side, and attack blue twice. Sixteen will hit for four slashing damage. And then a 13 will miss. So she's just glaring at Blue because Blue just did a shit ton of damage. Well, you told me to shut up. Maybe if you would have listened. And then Soldier 1 is dead. Soldier 2 is going to attack Tag because Tag is right on it. That is a 16. Ouch. And does 6 damage. Okay. Blue, it is your turn. I'm going to attack her with the sword. And I guess I'm probably going to miss, even though I'm right there. 14. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attack her with my dagger. God. Yeah, I miss with that, too. Up next is Tag. Okay. I will... Wait, I took damage, so I should roll a concentration check. How do I do that? You took six damage, so your DC is a ten on a constitution save. It was thirteen before I add anything, so that's that's fine, right? Then you succeed. So it's it's half of the damage or ten, whichever is higher. Okay, thank you. Uh so they still have advantage. Doink. Stabby stab is a uh, fifteen to hit. That will hit the soldier. Stab, 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 stab. Okay, right, so, oh, all right, I am proficient, right, uh, so, 1d4 is 2, plus my proficiency of 2 is 4, plus 3, 7, and 2d6 for sneak attack because I have advantage, that's really fucking shit, 7, 10. 10 damage. So, what was that? Was it 10 total? 10 total. Okay. And then the second one. Uh, that kills him. It was a natural 20 anyway. Hmm. Nice. Overkill. Okay, so if he's dead, can I go up and stab Lady Selyse with my second one? Yep. Sweet! Because that was a natural 20. Ha! So it's 2d4. Okay. Eight! Nice. Yeah! Nice. All right. She still probably has like 200 hit points left. Yeah. But she's eight lower now. She can. Uh, (laughs) Is that your turn? Uh, yes. Jewel, it is your turn. Okay, Jewel's gonna use her final spell slot. Call upon her deity again and say, please give me the strength and cast Samhain's Bolt. Uh, she needs to succeed a DC 13 deck saving throw or take 3d8 radiant damage on a failed save and half on a success. Come on, dice. That was okay damage. So DC 13, was it 13? Yep. Dex saving throw. That is a 19 on the die. Okay. And then so I rolled for a total of 8 damage, so 4. What is this spell do? 
3d8 radiant damage on a fail save or half damage on a success. Okay. I've never heard of that one. That's why I was confused. Mm. It's one of the ones that I wrote. Mm. Mm -hmm. Can you send me, just so I have them, any of the spells that are from Kel? Just so I can like make sure I know what they do. Yes. Um, that's four damage then. Okay, cool. Is that your turn? Yes. Anoki then. All right. Uh, seeing how it's all kind of kicking off and going down and just organized chaos in and around, and Anoki's going to try and seize the uh, initiative and advantage, still with the insightful uh, insightful fighting, and attempt to use his short sword to make a hopefully successful attack this time. With advantage again, I do believe. Yes. Probably not going to do it, but 17 to hit. Nope. Anoki... Feeling a bit worse for wear, is going to disengage and go next to next to Jewel, so diagonally backwards from where he currently stands. Stop leaving. There's two of you there. You're fine. Just take your potion and stay. That's a point. But I made the decision, so I'm moving now. You can fend for yourselves while I get some self-preservation. Fair. Okay. You said you disengaged. Yes, disengaged next to Jewel. All right, it is Lady Salisa's turn then. She is going to continue to attack Blue. That is a miss. You're fucking dice jail. It's three misses. Can't catch me. Too fast. She swings her sword and she is getting very tired. And all the weeks of lack of sleep and the nightmares and the exhaustion of today is just wearing her down. Up next is blue. I'm going to step over to the opposite side where, like from where Teg is, so I-21, and attack her again. Jesus. Fuck. 17. That will miss. Damn it. I'm going to attack her again with my dagger. And that also misses. So, I don't know. I'm not very good at this. Give up now! Alright, up next is Teg. Stabby stab. Oh, wait, no. You know what? Do I get... Yeah, I get an advantage because I'm flanking, but no one else does. I'm going to try fairy fire again. Just attack her. Well, I could, but... Oh, you're saying she's not in a great situation. Um... You can tell that she is hurt really bad. Okay, fuck it, yeah. I don't think it's going to hit. It's a uh, 14. No. With advantage? Yeah. I know you're paying, Tech. I know you're paying. Okay, uh, second attack. 17 is with advantage. Nope. All right. Back to Jewel. Okay, and then the advantage is coming from flanking, right? And is that a rogue thing or that's an everyone thing? Everybody can flank, but you have to be a direct opposites of each other. So if you go up there, there isn't anybody to flank with, so you would not be flanking. Got it. Okay. So I'm going to use my trusty whip again. And I think I'm daydreaming about Inala again because I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything for bonus action? I'll just say for a bonus action, hurry up and die already so we can get this over with. <laughs> oh, Jewel. That's quite a tone you've taken. Death isn't the end for everything. All right. Anoki, it's your turn. The healing potions, were they an action or a bonus action for ourselves? Bonus action or drink it for yourself. Yeah. I would like to do that. Mm -hmm. 2d4 plus 2. 
2d4 plus 2 is 9. 9? Nine. 9 points of healing. So feeling slightly revived. Pretty highly revived, to be fair. So feeling more revived, gripping sword tighter, and Loki is going to squeeze back into the fray, but next to blue. So it's not flanking, but I get sneak attack from my insightful fighting. So he's going to move just a little bit closer within the five feet needed for the short sword and attempt to strike Lady Celise. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, I rolled an eight in total. That will fail, yes. But I feel better. I mean, the main thing is Anoki feels better. And, and that's everything. I've used my bonus action. I've moved a bit and I've missed entirely. Okay. It is her turn then. All right. So she is frustrated and is going to continue to try to attack Blue. That will hit. So that's a 19 on die. That is seven slashing damage. Ow. She attacks again. That is a 16 on die. Damn it. That is four slashing damage. Blue goes down. I'm down. Blue! Blue! No! She turns to Anoki, and that's a 13. She keeps literally rolling eights on you. (laughs) (laughs) And does six on Anoki. Good thing I took that potion, wasn't it? And that is her turn as she is standing there panting and exhausted. Like, triumphant in the fact that she took at least one person down. Blue, I need you to make your first death save, please. Tag, it is your turn. If I was a barbarian, I would rage, but I'm not, so I'm just gonna have at her with, with both daggers again. I don't get advantage this time, do I? Or do I because... If you move one space down, then you're flanking with the Noki. Okay, I'll, I'll do that instead. <laughs> no. I, I'm so enraged and tearful that I see nothing. Let's try these two. Better. 17 plus 5 is 22. That will hit. So, it's 1d4, which is 4, plus 2 is 6. Okay. You rolled two dice for sneak attack? Yeah, I got two ones. Wow. Brutal. Yeah. She is still standing. Jewel. Jewel's gonna say, first you're rude to blue, now, ugh, I hate you. And she's gonna go around Onoki to the other side of blue and use her last three lay on hands HP points to stabilize blue and bring him back to consciousness. Blue, you wake up on the ground with Jewel standing above you. Hey, oh blue, blue. You're right, mate. I don't know what I would do if another one of you went down and stayed down. I'm good. I feel awesome. All right. Is that your turn? That's it. Okay. Up next is Anoki. Anoki, assessing the situation, having Blue gone down, is going to attempt to strike Lady Celeste with as much embittered rage as, as Jewel has shown passion. I don't get a turn. Who? It's not your turn yet. And the. It's oh, right. I'm out. I see Tag behind me. I'm sorry. That's okay. You are forgiven. You may be quiet on the floor prone. <laughs> Shut up, Blue. Recovering from your wounds. <laughs> quiet, Blue. I'm concentrating. Lady Solis is trying to kill me. Uh, and attempt to strike at Lady Solis with advantage in my flanking position. 
with my short sword. I've got to stop saying it like that. For uh, an 18 to hit. She will parry it. Damn you. Damn you. So when she parries it, Anoki will bring the sword back round to a ready position to attempt to defend or strike again should the opportunity arise. Alright, is that everything? That's unfortunately everything, yes. Okay. Hilo, somebody? Hi. Lady Sleece continues to attack Anoki and not going after Blue, who lays on the ground hopeless. Hopeless and helpless. I'll be there to join you, Blue. <laughs> that is a hit. That is nine... Nine damage to Anoki. That is a miss. And that is a hit for another seven damage. You are unconscious <gasps> on the ground. Oh, jeez. Perfect numbers. This will not be the end of the. She grins and she's like, Give up. I will win. Blue. It's your turn. You give up. I'm going to force feed Anoki the second potion. And that's my action. Roll over. (laughs) 2d4 plus 2. 10. Now I'm going to get up and try and attack her with my dagger. Uh, I think that'll hit. 18 plus 6. I think... Hold on. It was my action to feed him the potion, right? And it's half my movement to stand. Yes, that's all correct. I think I'm checking to see. I think you have to take the attack action. Yes, when you take the attack action and attack with a light weapon, uh, you can then make a bonus action to attack again. Okay, give me one second. Do you have anything useful? Disengage blue, run for it. Oh no, he did that. Can't. He could, he could disengage on this turn. No, he used his bonus action to give me a... Uh, no, sorry, yeah, he can. Sorry, confused. So yeah, he could do yeah, I think that's all actions. Um, so, bonus action. I guess I'll disengage and step back, so I'm not going to get hit again and again and again. How far back are you going? You have 15 feet of movement. I want to go down this way so I can still see her uh, and use a ranged weapon on her. All right. Tag, it is your turn. Okay. Stabby stab. Um, you are not flanking right now because Anoki is on the ground. But conscious? He's conscious, but he's not fighting currently because he's prone. So you don't have sneak attack. Okay, I'm because this is probably going to go on a bit longer. I'm going to cast fairy fire again, okay. which was a dex thirteen save. She fails. Okay, she's lit up like a Christmas tree. I need everybody else in that twenty foot radius to also make one. Because I'm prone, do I get that disadvantage? Nope. Could I put her at the bottom right corner so it's sort of like that? 16. I got a 22. 15. I'm going to say that it has to be a point you can see. So you could do it, but it would hit you too. Because the center is a point you have to see, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the others aren't in, in great condition, I'd sort of put it in one of these two spaces so that it covers her but misses everyone else and I don't mind being being covered um, so I will roll nine what, how, shit, how do I do a save well I got a nine my, my dex mine's plus five so that's a fourteen okay, you are not lit up she is lit up 
wicked. Jewel. Jewel is very upset at this point, and she wants to jump up and pounce on Lady Solis using her acrobatics to try to shove her to the ground so that she falls prone. For a 16. Is pounce like a variant feat, or are you just trying to do the shove action? Yeah, it's just the shove action. Okay. Adding a little flair to it. So you have to make an athletics check. You can keep the same role, just change what your mod- what the modifier was. Okay. And I said it was 16, right, that I... The total? So... Mm. Athletics. That would make it a 12. She gets a 13. Ah, dang it. She is proficient in athletics. I bounce off her. She uh, holds her ground and just snarls at you. <sighs> Jewel hiss back at her, just pissed off. Anoki, it's your turn. Seeing that she's lit up and while other actions would be probably more sensible, Anoki's just going to stride in and, and strike with short sword. The, the time for strategy and thought is sort of slipping away from Anoki. Uh, so he's just going to step in and using the, the fairy fire glow uh, attack with his short sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a 14? Mm-mm. Mm. This is... <laughs> We're all just standing around panting, just like... (sighs) (laughs) She has had so little HP for three rounds. Just can't commit. We just keep having misses, even with advantage. Well, it's her turn. Unless you have a bonus action that you'd like to do. Uh, Yes. As the sword bounces or skims off the armor, he swears under his breath, knowing he should do far better. Uh, he is going to look around and realizing his own mortality slightly is going to disengage back another 10 feet or so. All right. Her turn then. Seeing that Anoki and Blue, who were the weakest, have stepped away, she is going to turn and attack Teg. That is a dirty 20. For eight damage. That's a 15 for four damage. And then the last one is a miss. So she swipes at you twice, Tag, and hits you twice out of three times. I uh, groan and moan a bit and like, oh, you mother! And then that is her turn. Blue, it is your turn. I'm going to move up to. I-20, and just shout, just fucking die already. Please. <laughs> There's no point in second second rolling, and it was a natural 20. Nice. So I roll my dice twice. Yes. No, I double the dice, or I roll it twice? Uh, you double, I mean, it's the same thing. Um, so 16 plus 4, so 20 plus... How do you- no, 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 no. Plus nine. How would you like to kill her? Hey. Yes! yes! I'm just gonna, in a similar fashion to how I killed the last thing, just stab, 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 stab. And I don't know how this thing that I have to do works, but however that works, I would like to do that. Jewel and Jane is thoroughly confused. 
Do we all need to take off our headphones? No. <laughs> but you can all roll perception checks. Can I sleight of hand? Is that something that I would need to do? Mm, yes, actually. Let's, let's say yes. That would make it fun. Natural 20 plus 6. 26. Dang it! 17. 14. Wah, wah. I think Anoki would be very distracted with his injuries and therefore not be looking particularly hard at what uh, Blue was up to. None of us see. So as Blue reaches in and stabs Lady Celise, drawing the blade across her throat, you and only you see the blood begin to go up the blade and then shoot behind her directly into the necklace that is under your shirt but nobody else seems to have seen that happen. Whoa. It doesn't leave like a stain or anything on my shirt, does it? It looks like it was more the essence of the soul versus the actual blood, but the blood was just the vessel. Congratulations, guys. You killed Lady Celise. Cool. <sighs> I sag with exhaustion. I suppose we need to go and speak to Inala now. Anala walks out moments after you finish killing her, just going. That was beautifully done. Oh, it's so wonderful to watch. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, I do owe you each a prize. Uh, first, she will walk up to Lady Celise and pull a bag off of her. No, I believe this is yours. And it is a pouch of 150 gold. Why, thank you. And then she will hand each of you individually an item. She will look at Teg and go, for you. She hands you a small glass vial, and inside is this pink liquid that swirls with sparkles and glitters, and there's like a gold leaf that sits on the edge. She's like, may you find love in all the right places. You have a filter of love. Okay, thank you. To Blue, she hands two stones that look like mini heads that have been carved into the stone. And she goes, For you, may you always have access to your family. You have two sending stones. Cool, these look expensive, so that's great, because I really like money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sell them if you wish, or use them. What you do with it is your own. She goes to Jewel. And she hands you a deck of cards that contains a set of parchment cards inside. It has 18 cards in it. And she goes, may you continue to pull the wool over the eyes of those around you. And you have a deck of illusions. Nice. Nice. And Jewel tries her best not to react. And Anoki, she hands you... A pair of garish goggles that have three lenses on them, almost like the uh, jeweler's glasses. She goes, may this help you in your search. And you have finder's goggles. Thank you, Denala. I pray that they do just that. You have been most generous. Is there perhaps a way I can thank you more personally while my colleagues rest up for the day or evening? You may read my books if you wish for the evening and rest inside my home. Though there is no bed. No. Hold on. Now there's a bed. 
I would be most willing to share it with you after or before the reading, were you so inclined. She tisks at you. Just you each get your own bed. Fair enough. It's worth a shot. And you all are all level four now. Yeah! Yay! I feel emboldened. Oh. Embiggened. That was worth it. Cool. So that is the end of All's Fair by Jess Waters. Congratulations. Could have went one of two ways. You could have killed Salise or killed Anala. Was there any peaceful resolution? No. The second you would have left, if you would have sided with Anala, the succubus would have attacked. Damn. Slowly charming you. I don't think it would have taken much effort knowing this group. Yeah, no. Well, as soon as she charms you and then does the draining kiss, you would insta-die, basically, if you rolled high enough. Good way to go. As soon as you decide to fight Lady Selyse, it does state as soon as you walk out the door to go towards her, she is already waiting outside, knowing that you betrayed her. That was good fun. Thank you, Nick. That was. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Very much appreciated. Thank you so much for listening. This module was from the Uncaged Volume 1, an adventure that can be found on DMs Guild or with the link down below. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at AwfullyQHeroes, or you can check out any of our players and their links in the descriptions. Also, please go check us out on our live streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AwfullyQueerHeroes. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a review on iTunes or Podchaser, and we'll see you next time.